and recording. Hello. Hello. This is Parker. This is Shree. And this is Kaleidoscope. Yeah, Kaleidoscope. Sure. <laughs> Welcome to this week's episode. Which is technically the continuation of education system, mm-hmm. but it's like the part two. Yes, we... It, education system is such a large and diverse topic, we had to dedicate another episode to this topic. Or more like we kind of went on a rant about our personal feelings about education system. Yeah. In the previous episode, so we did not, we were not able to cover all the things mm-hmm. that we want to say. So we were like, "Oh, let's make another episode." Yeah, we're free, mm-hmm. kind of. Yeah, kind of. Well, we're right now sitting in my apartment on Wright State. It's it is. Should I give you the address? No, that's how you get killed. Uh, yeah, maybe. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> oh. We're still in my apartment. Yeah, we're still in his apartment, which is kind of cool. Uh-huh. It was moving day this week. Yeah. And, and it was crazy. It was stressful. We moved Shree in yesterday. Mm-hmm. Or the day before. The day before yesterday. Their apartment. Mm-hmm. And then I moved into my apartment. Which is on campus. And classes start tomorrow. Yay! We're all excited, aren't we? Not really. Also, important thing to say, we got a kitty. Her name is Angel yeah. and she is the precious kitty you'll mm. ever meet. She is so sweet and we love her to pieces. Although we've been having some trouble. But that's okay. I mean, that's parenting for you. Early days. Mm. Early days. She's so sweet. <laughs> she sleeps... All day. Nah, um, yeah. She's like me. Yeah, me. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Parker just boobed. <laughs> of course. Excuse and, you, mister. Excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. how was your week? Fine. Been stressful. stressful. Yes. Mm-hmm. How was your week? It was good. Mm. A lot of feelings. Mm. Not ready for school. Mm-hmm. I feel like no one is ever actually ready for school. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, eh. I'm kind of worried because mm-hmm. I take a lot of s- subjects, courses. How many I'm... hours are you taking? Let's not talk about that. <laughs> yeah. They're taking one. Anyway. <laughs> um, so, anyway, um, we still have our Facebook page and we also have an Instagram. Now and we'll get a Twitter soon. Someday, yes, someday. Uh, we'll put the links in the description for both of those in the episode. Mm-hmm. Um, wherever it's available, <laughs> and um, just swing on by and you know, like on Instagram, like on Facebook, comment, whatever, whatever know. that stuff is. Yeah. Subscribe. I don't know if subscription is... No. Oh, follow. Stock. Yeah, well, subscribe, subscribe on... Stock. A- yeah, stock on um, iTunes podcast and... Um, yeah. Anchor. We're yeah. on everything, so yeah. yep. that's good. Some, I can't believe so many websites have picked up our shitty little podcast. It's not shitty. No, but we certainly have a good time BSing, so... That's true. I mean, yeah. my college students... Yeah. See, yeah. do you know how we get mm-hmm. our thousand words requirement? Yeah. Right. Yes. Yeah. Tip to anybody going to college. BSing is your best friend. Uh, yeah, we're just kidding. You have to study well to get a good grade. Yeah, but BSing. on paper, it's okay to BS. Not really. <laughs> it's important. I mean, yeah, when Parker says BS, he is a wonderful writer. Mm-hmm. Like, his pages are good. Like, his pages? No, his essays are really My good. My writing, yeah. What? My writing. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. You get it. Specific. But anyway. Yeah. I mean, it's always important mm-hmm. to put your point forward and right. always give... Don't... Mm-hmm. I don't know. Why, why? When does this podcast turn into like a college life thing? Yeah, I don't know. But anyway, speaking of college... That reminds me of a question. Any tips for our... College students who are listening to this. Um, yeah. Study hard and 
don't drink too much. Okay, I was for a second. I was. I thought you were going to say study hard, party hard. Well, that too. I mean, yeah, you can enjoy. You need your self care mm-hmm. time and other right. stuff to do, but sometimes it's important for you to take mm-hmm. take care of yourself and also schedule your thing. Like yeah. always schedule a weekend. Yeah. I'm trying to be organized mm-hmm. and. If you have friends, ask yeah. them to keep yeah. you accountable, yeah. and you keep them accountable, because it's it's okay to rely upon someone yeah. else, and it's always good to keep each other accountable and planning ahead, mm-hmm. and using a planner or having a wall calendar, a wall calendar, yeah. or whatever way you Anything. can organize. Also, your phone. Yeah. Also, just remember, you are your parents' investment. You know, mm-hmm. like, so, for the college... I mean, for some students, yeah. it's parents. And, I mean, well, yeah, I, first, I know you're paying a lot of money to get yeah. through college. And yeah. a, a lot of, mm-hmm. most of, some of you are doing like three, four jobs yeah. to get through college. And right. like, our own student mm-hmm. debts already, which is, a, yeah. which is a thing we'll talk yeah. about yes. in this episode well, sometimes. Well, yeah, soon. but for, like, my point being that... It's, it's, it's yeah. expensive. Right, college is very expensive. And if you don't put the grades in or the time in to keep your yeah. scholarship or your financial yeah. assets available to you. I mean, you got to work hard. Yeah, otherwise, you what's, right. I mean, you, first thing I would, as a student, you need to enjoy the class. Yeah. I mean, sometimes the professor can be really boring. Mm-hmm. I have or been the there. class itself. The class itself, the content mm-hmm. itself is boring, but... Mm-hmm. But sometimes it's important to push yourself a little yeah. bit more so that you can mm-hmm. actually yeah achieve uh, yeah achieve more right like is like you know I think one of the greatest reliefs is getting all your work done in the week and knowing you have the whole weekend to do whatever you want. Although I never follow my own advice. I mean, <laughs> it, it's hard. Because we have a lot of stuff to... It's not like we're only concentrating on one subject. We take different multiple subjects. Mm. And yeah. it's like, oh, you have this thing you do today and you have this thing you do today. That's why it's yeah. important to, like, prioritize things mm. and, like, put things in order so you can be, like... Yeah. It's not... You don't have to procrastinate. Yeah. And I know it's hard. Sometimes mm-hmm. things show up. You're talking to... You're listening to the two biggest procrastinators True. on the I mean we're trying earth. we're trying yeah. our level best to get back into like mm-hmm. form and yeah. like do do stuff because right. we have been mm-hmm. in that phase when we pro- yeah. when, when we procrastinated and it was a lot of stressful yeah. time mm-hmm. and it is bad for our health right. so we didn't want to do that right and health reminds mm-hmm. me that eat good food mm-hmm. yeah I Personally, you see a lot of college students sticking with mm-hmm. frozen food, ramen noodles, and ramen noodles, which is but good. But nothing wrong with that. It is not. It is not wrong. Have, but you need yeah. to keep an account that you yeah. need to get because ramen yeah. noodles is going to fill your stomach, yeah. but it's not give, going to give, give, you, to give you the nutrients. Yeah, you. all you need. Like so, it is. Like it's not healthy to eat ramen noodles every day mm-hmm. and then try to study it's for your to friends. Eat cereal. Maybe debatable. Anyway, see, I love cereal, so yeah, I don't, but that's okay. I can live on cereal, but that's like drink. Also, another sorry. Um, (laughs) okay, sorry. And an important tip: drink lots of coffee in college. Like it get uh, coffee is like the. I mean, some people don't like coffee. Yeah, but I'm saying I like coffee from time to time. I just don't like staying up all night. True. I mean, yeah, that reminds me that sleep is important. Yeah. I mean, D- keep no. drinking a lot of water. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And because when you don't drink a lot of water, you get stressed out and your brain mm-hmm. is freaking out. Why did you say that so quietly? Because my brain is freaking out right now. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so yeah, just for yeah. everybody for college that's starting... Take deep breath, and ever think to yourself, everything will be okay. Mm-hmm. That's uh, important. Yeah. Don't stress about it. Try not to stress out. 
Because, you know, stress is one of those things where it's like the brain amplifies the situation too much. And then when it actually comes, it's like, oh, that wasn't as terrible as I thought it was going to be. Yeah, it is, but sometimes stress is important. Like, oh, you have an exam and you're like, oh, I don't care about it. That's not good. But sometimes it's important. Oh, I have an exam. I need to study. That's yeah. a good kind of stress. Yeah. And there's like good stressors and bad stresses. Mm-hmm. It's important how you manage this. Yeah. Well, so anyway, um, do, you... do you have anything else to share to them? No. I was thinking of something. Wait. Yeah. Um, plan ahead, organize, yeah. don't forget to take care of yourself mm-hmm. and enjoy your school. Yeah. And, and try to find friends. Make friends. Yeah. Reach like, out. Reach out to people if you need help and like yeah. try to make as many friends as possible because right. this is college is a place where you learn different yeah. opinion. You mm-hmm. get to know diverse people yep. and that's where you form a strong opinions yeah. on something. You learn a lot of things, so that's important. Right. Yes, I agree. Don't sit in your dorm room alone. Like Parker. Yeah, like me. Listen, I spent... But you did come out of your comfort zone. Yes, I, mean, I did. If there are introvert people who yeah. are like, um, I don't know many people, but sometimes it's mm-hmm. important right. for us to feel a little mm-hmm. uncomfortable. We need to right. push our limits to yeah. achieve something. Well, let me... I have some advice for all the introverted college mm-hmm. students. If you are introverted like I am, the... A good step into getting into social the social world of college. Mm-hmm. Turn around to the person sitting next to you in your classroom and just start a friendly conversation. Just say hi. Yeah, just say hi. How are you? You know, just get a general thing going because obviously the person that sitting next to you, or every well everybody in the class, all have similar interests in you. In, as you because you're taking the same class mm-hmm. so you know just start talking to them and get to know some people don't sit alone or try to find the you know an empty space in the classroom you know because that's not going to get you acclimated or yeah. win you friends and also join clubs mm-hmm. uh, student organizations yeah, are important yeah. because they give you an opportunity to not only Add stuff to your resume, but it also lets you meet a lot of great mm-hmm. people. Yeah. So. Like, being a student leader myself, and we both are part of Rainbow Alliance mm-hmm. of uh, Tried State University. Yeah. It's a cool group, and mm-hmm. although we are queer, mm-hmm. we learn a lot of things yeah. about our own community mm-hmm. every semester. We yeah. Lo- it's kind of the thing that there's always room for improvement, mm-hmm. and there's always the room for learning. Right. And... Yeah. That's why you need to join clubs. Mm-hmm. Like try out like club club shopping. Yeah. Student right. club shopping. Just go to the things, you know, when they have the club fair, kind of just talk to the president or the vice president or anybody at the booth and say, just kind of dip your water or dip your toes in the water and see. <laughs> dip your water. Yeah. <laughs> and see, just kind of find your spot. You know, mm-hmm. find a place where you think you're gonna fit in and run with it. Yeah. You know? Like, because college is one of those places where you learn so much about yourself as a young adult. Like, seeing, like, because college, I think, in some ways, allows you to be who you are mm-hmm. that high school or elementary school didn't allow yeah. you to be. And that was my experience, you know. Mm-hmm. Like, my sophomore year in college, I really came out for who I am, not only speaking of my sexuality but as a person in general Mm -hmm. something that i didn't really find you know when i was at my other college or in high school or (laughs) elementary school so i thought it was a very i think it's very freeing yeah i completely understand that reminds me of something like when high school students transition into college Mm -hmm. uh, sometimes people say they have hard time adjusting to things it's yeah. like this class schedules is messy mm-hmm. and like i understand the fact i mean when you are in high school usually the parents take care of you yeah for most of mm-hmm. us or for some yeah. of us and coming to college it's like 
being more independent. And right. for me, when I came, when I in my freshman year, mm-hmm. I traveled all the way from India. Uh-huh. So it was like not even a different. I not. It's not like oh, I can call my parents mm-hmm. and like talk to them. I right. like go go to go to them every weekend kind right. of thing. It's like. You had to fend for yourself. Yeah, it's it, it's a different culture, different mm-hmm. people that right. I, people never I never met. I didn't know anyone, mm-hmm. so it was a hard time getting. Yeah. It's the same yeah. for every student, right? I mean, even though they're international students or American students mm-hmm. themselves, yeah, it's hard to adjust to changes. Mm-hmm. It freaks me out because right. since the day I moved into my apartment, which was like two days back, I'm mm-hmm. freaking out because it's something new and I'm not yeah. used to it. Right. Yeah, and it's okay to feel yeah. that feel like that, and it's mm-hmm. that's why it's important for you to like yeah uh, socializing or like yeah. trying to do something mm-hmm. right. like productive or maybe mm-hmm. chilling out for some right. time. Well, like I think another good piece of advice I would give is when you're in the cafeteria mm-hmm. and you don't and then you you know you're just by yourself and you don't know really anybody, but you do recognize somebody from your class, there's nothing wrong with walking up to their table and saying, hey, can I sit here? You know, because yeah. the only thing, the only, the worst thing that could happen is that they say no. Yeah. You know, and it's like, it's not a, you just have to put yourself out there. Because college in some way is sort of like, you're in a marketplace. You are selling yourself. In a way. Mm. Well, you're selling your personality. I, I don't think our listeners would like selling themselves no, in I'm, a way. But I mean, I understand. I mean, what Parker meant. I mean, I'm trying yeah. to interpret what yeah, you yeah. I understood what you mm-hmm. said, but I felt like the words were... Perhaps that was... Appropriate. Not appropriate. I'm sorry. Which is fine. I mean, we say things that mm-hmm. are not sometimes politically correct, I guess. Right. Or they not come out the way we thought it would. Which leads to the important point, communication. It's like, we think that we're talking in a way that is understandable by others. But sometimes we have words that we say that are not appropriate for all Mm. the audiences that you're talking. It's not, it's not, it's something that you said that might hurt other people. So you, it's hard Mm -hmm. not to say anything inappropriate Mm. sometimes. But mm-hmm. you can unlearn those things, and it's uh, that to it's important. Yeah, to have a good communication. Well, it's like that. Like that brings up, and like you talking about communication kind of ties back to college mm-hmm. because where my experience, you know, coming from a very small town in rural southeastern Ohio, you know, I had a lot of not to say my parents put stereotypes in me, but just the culture mm-hmm. of my town. In that area, yeah, put stereotypes in my head that I when I came to college, I realized there were certain things I couldn't say or couldn't what I wouldn't think. You mean like the stereotypes were not? Yeah, weren't true. true. Yeah, I, mean, I unlearned a lot, and like yeah, I mean, I had I, to, I hear a lot of stereotypes like Indian mm-hmm. Indians like curries. Yeah, I mean, not all of them, but mm-hmm. most of them do. Yeah. Of course. At least I lo- I do. Mm-hmm. It doesn't mean that every one of us like curries. I'm, uh, I'm pretty sure some of us don't know how to cook curries. Right. Well, right. So college is a very good, I don't know, like, um, bubble burster. Is that no like and you? Bubble, because, I mean, I mean, not sounds the, appropriate. Like, I mean, like in a sense of, I for my own experience, I lived in a bubble, and so I, when I came to college, mm-hmm. I got exposed to a lot of yeah. A lot of yeah, and a lot of different things. Yeah, yeah, and it's like, you know, I realized that I perhaps didn't have the correct. Like it's okay to change because Mm -hmm. not every, not all your assumptions about the world are true. True. Yeah, I think we had a good amount of time talking about colleagues and Mm -hmm. how people should. Yeah. Yeah, and we might have repeated ourselves like a million times. Yeah, but it's. I mean, I just hope that segment. At least somebody got some good advice. You yeah, know, I, I mean, mean, we did know. give some good yeah. advice. At least, yeah, what we think is right. Yeah, but anyway, um, I think it's time to move on to the main point of this episode, mm-hmm. which is education, education system. But do yes, and let me say that I would like to apologize 
for my performance in the last episode, I said some generalizations that I should not have said. Hmm. I think that it's unfair to say that, you know, oh, everybody who goes to a private school is not that smart. That is 100% not true. Mm -hmm. I didn't mean it in that way, and I'm sorry to anybody who went to a private school. I didn't mean it that way. And I also want to say, I learned a lot from high school. Mm -hmm. I used a lot of the things I learned in high school in my daily life. Yeah. You know, so it's not fair for me to say that only 10% of the things matter. Because that is 100% not true. I, I, like, I understood when you were saying those things. I mean, it was, I mean, we are talking from our mm-hmm. experiences. And it might be different from yours. And we, we try to be respective of others' opinions and we try to be mm-hmm. presenting our opinions in a good way, but mm-hmm. sometimes it might hurt some yeah. group of people. Mm-hmm. And we try we try to learn from our yeah. mistakes, which is good because yeah. not everyone is perfect. Mm-hmm. I don't think there's yeah. a perfect thing right. at all. But we learn from our mistakes mm-hmm. and it is important for us to understand the fact that mm-hmm. High school is as important yeah. as any education system. Well, the whole education system is important. Yeah. Like, it like it starts, it lays the foundation for you to be successful, you know. Yeah. And it may not seem like it now. Like, for everybody in high school or elementary school, or at any point in your education, you're taking, you know... Like that, oh, I don't understand why I have to take this math class or this science class or any of these classes. That's... Which is probably the most asked question. Like, mm-hmm. even, like, me and Paco were having this conversation that, mm-hmm. uh, and Paco was saying, why did I have to take four math classes and I d- I'm not interested in yeah. math? Which, is in, which most of the students mm-hmm. ask. But the thing is that sometimes student high school, I... I would like to think of high school as more like an exploratory. Yeah, you get the word? I think so. It does. You get the you yeah. Get the you juice. get like to explore something. Yeah. I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's why you need to take certain number of courses mm-hmm. so you know that oh, I might I'm good at math. I'm not good at math. Yeah. Or and sometimes you need to know about stuff no matter if right. you're good at good or not. Like mm-hmm. assume that there's a hist- history genius and they did not kind of okay (laughs) he's good at history so that's fine yeah and assume that you didn't know how a triangle looks or how a square looks yeah i mean well yeah but if you're in high school and you don't know what a triangle looks like there's some problems there but i mean i get your point i mean like i get the point of it like high the the way that education is set up is to expand your mind to different mm-hmm. ways of thinking. Mm-hmm. Like, because math is not, you know, a very, it's abstract. Yeah. And science is science, yeah. you know. Like, I mean, like, it's all a different way of thinking. And if you are just, like, if you set your mind that, oh, I'm no good at math, like I did, then, of course, you're going to struggle with That's math. a psychological thing right. saying that, oh, I'm not good at math mm-hmm. and I need to take it. This is right. so boring. Or this, I yeah. hate it. It's going to... Mm-hmm. I mean, your words mean a lot, or your thinking, the the way you're thinking is going to shape how you're going to put effort in it. Like, yeah. assume that I'm taking five classes, and I like history more, I'm going to put a lot of yeah. effort in history, and I don't like math, I'm going to put a little bit of effort yeah. in it. Or, uh, depends on the professor sometimes, how... Yeah. Uh, we never, I think, we talked about it last episode, we never complained about... Uh, I, the teachers being bad or something like that. Our main concern with the education system or where it lacks a lot Mm -hmm. is that it fails to help the students recognize how, why is it important Mm -hmm. for the, uh, and why the student is Mm -hmm. taking that class or like connecting what they're learning in Mm -hmm. the class with real life. Right. Like if I talk about Pythagorean theorem and I don't, I mean, I'm not saying that, oh, this is where you use Pythagorean Mm -hmm. theorem. That's not how... You need to make students curious because that's how education system should be. Like, this is is where you you become more curious Mm -hmm. and you want to find answers for your questions. 
are more like you want to explore stuff. Yeah. And high schools, most of the places are failing mm-hmm. to do so. Right. It's not letting the students to be, mm-hmm. I would say, not... It's not... Ex- not feeding yeah. up the interests of the like students. It, yeah, I agree. I think that, like, you know, there are a lot of benefits to the system. And there are a lot... There are drawbacks, too. But it was never... It's never... I would say never the teacher's fault. Because they are trying their best. Yeah, and, I mean... Yeah. You know, and they... It's not... It's nobody's fault. It's everyone's right. fault. Well, it's sort of... Yeah. I mean, like, you... It... Yeah. And did you get what I said? Yeah, I said it's no one's fault, but it's everybody's. Yeah, fault. I get. It. I mean, you cannot blame someone for what's happened, yeah. what's wrong with it. Like you cannot blame the government for what's wrong yeah. with it, but the main point is the people voted for it. Yeah, that got political. Yeah, that got political, but that's okay. This yeah. is a political, uh, quote political podcast. So. Yeah, I mean, it's a two-way street. Mm-hmm. You cannot blame everything on the teacher mm-hmm. and not expect. I mean, sometimes the professor might not be interesting, but what are you doing to make sure that you understand it properly Mm -hmm. or you think it is interesting? It's a two-way street. So the students should put in a lot of effort to put a positive attitude about the class. And Mm -hmm. I'm like, oh, I'm going to learn something new today. I'm I'm going to learn this. I have a doubt about this. I'm going to ask Mm -hmm. the professor. Right. But most of the students, when they're taking classes, they're like, oh, Mm -hmm. if I'm taking a class that I don't like, Mm -hmm. I mean... As if I'm taking Spanish. Mm-hmm. I'm not a big fan of Spanish. Then people are... I'm, if I say that to myself mm-hmm. and I'm not... I'm not putting... Going with a positive attitude of like, I'm going to learn something mm-hmm. new today. Right. It's more like, oh, I need to take it kind yeah. of thing. Like, it's all just a... As I said, you know, meant to expand your mind. And I think that if you have the mentality of I'm not getting anything out of that, then you're missing the whole point of why you're being, Mm -hmm. why you are made to take that class. Because, you know, it's not as if the school system is in, it has it out for you like, you know, like how can we make this student fail or the most miserable? Like that's not, never their intent. It's just that it is what is required and it's what they think will benefit you the most. Mm-hmm. Like, and I think that if you, like, okay, so speaking from my own experience, because I struggled hard, very hard with math, and I didn't understand how frustrating it is sitting in a math class, like, not understanding why I should take it. It's too hard for me to understand, so why am I taking it? You know, if you're at that point, reach out to the teacher and say, you know, I'm really having a hard time. Is there anything you can do to help me? Mm -hmm. And that's the point where they can say, well, maybe you can, you know, ask for tutoring, you know, like just talk to your teacher Mm -hmm. and ask them for help because, you know, a teacher is there to help you. They're not just there to like, like they're not there just to get a grain from you. They're there to try to help you. Yeah, And that's if true. you're struggling, you need to seek out the help. And that's one of the important mm-hmm. going back to school tip that seeking out help mm-hmm. is people usually feel are seeking yeah. out help or asking questions. People tend to associate that as bad things. Yeah. But it is not. Mm-hmm. No question is a dumb question. Right. If anyone says, that, oh, that's a dumb. And mm-hmm. f- for professors or teachers or any educator, mm-hmm always answer your students questions like be kind yeah be, be kind, kind about and it you you have been teaching this course for like a million a million not a million either. like few years i yeah. guess the student taking it is not yeah who you are so right. you need to be teaching to them to their level and be more kind about right. answering the questions rather right. than being like, oh, you don't know that. Right. Which is going to break the confidence right. of the student. Well, like, that you brought up an interesting point. Like, in college, you know, in the same, in the same way that high school is, you know, it is a two-way street. Mm-hmm. I know that's a sound of going back on what we said, but I want to say it anyway. Yeah. You know, if you are failing a course... Mm-hmm. Don't blame it on the professor, because if you chose this, you know, if you made the choices 
while I'm just going to blow off studying or mm-hmm. I'm not going to do any of the homework or I'm not going to go to class at all, yeah. you made that choice. And let's say you do take the first exam and you do fail. Mm-hmm. The first exam. The professor will probably ask you to come to their office and say, hey, what went wrong? Mm-hmm. And take you that. Yeah. Because they're there to help you. Yeah. Like, it's, they want you to pass. Mm-hmm. They don't want... like if, Because professors know when you give up. Mm-hmm. Like, if you give up, they're going to give up on you. Yeah. Because they're not going to waste their time on somebody who's not interested and not doing anything to save themselves from failing. Mm-hmm. Like, so, it's, like, so, this is, again, an important point of, you have to go to your class and you have to study if you want to get a good grade. I have a one-liner for it. A for effort. Mm-hmm. That's right. Yeah. And most of the college professors tend to recognize the effort, yeah. and if you put in a lot of effort, yeah. if they know that you tried really hard, even though you... Sometimes you, even though you fail, they might pass you. Right. And they know that you tried mm-hmm. a lot and put your hundred, put your hundred percent in, or like right. struggled a lot and learned a lot of yeah. subject. Yeah. They'll put you through the class because that is important in life. Like mm-hmm. it's it's not always important to get A's coming from yeah. coming from USB because <laughs> yeah, you have four point so yeah, that was weird. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. I don't like to talk about my GPA. Mm. Yeah. I'll admit it. I have 3.2, I think, though. Yeah. I mean, I'm not... Yeah. Anyway. Okay. Back on track. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, where was I? Oh, yeah. It is important for us to re- reach out. Mm-hmm. And as we said, to be straight again. Yeah. Yeah. You... Professor... Like... One of my professor in high school mm-hmm. said that you're paying a lot of money so that I can come here and teach you. Yeah. Everyone is you pay, paying a lot of money and each penny is worth something. Yeah. So your questions, I you need to make sure yeah. that your questions are being answered because right. you're paying me. Mm-hmm. If you do not ask me, I don't know if you have any questions or not. Right. I right. mean... That's how usually generally the professor's yeah. attitude would be, but mm-hmm. some some of the professors reach out to you. Mm-hmm. So that's an important technique, I guess. Like it should not be that the students should complain yeah. to the professor that I did not understand the topic kind right. of thing. The stu- professor should also go and put in yeah. their effort saying that right. oh did you understood the topic right. and check out did the majority of the class understood the topic yeah. kind of thing. Well, it's like I think one of the one like one frustrating, or I guess, I, if you're in a class that you understand really well, mm-hmm. like history, math, science, etc., and you're sitting there and you, you're very good at those subjects, and then, like, the professor says one day, while in the middle lecture, looks at the class and says, do you understand, ask the whole class, do you understand, and the majority say no, you know, like, I can understand how frustrating that can be to say, we already went over this, why are we going it over again? Because I understood it. You know, I understand that topic, yeah. so why are we going over it again? But think of it in this way. Not everybody thinks the way you do, mm-hmm. and so not everybody's going to grasp the topic or the subject as easily yeah. as you would. Mm-hmm. Like, and that's the way, like, in and history. You can think about it as a revision yeah. for you. Right. Which is important right. for exams and stuff. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. and usually, call student, professors or teachers teach to the, like, have you ever heard of the bell curve? Yeah. Like, people, most of the students are in between, like, 70 to 80. Mm-hmm. So, professors tend to concentrate on that thing. That focus, that, like, focusing on the majority. Mm-hmm. So, sometimes, people who are in the extreme. Yeah, they are. Yeah, I would not say right because that might sound a different way. Yeah, the people who are really in the nineties and hundreds, yeah. are, like are outside the bat. Yeah, like, the outliers yeah. maybe yeah, who are outlier. like really mm-hmm. intelligent and people who are having a hard like, time understanding yeah. what the professor is saying mm-hmm. are the ones who 
technically have issues like people yeah. who are intelligent will be like oh why are we going too slow yeah and people who are struggling will like oh she the professor is going too back. fast yeah but we need to understand that that's mm. how it is designed you have 15 weeks of fixed 15 weeks in a semester yeah. and you need to cover like eight chapters yeah it's not possible to wait every time yeah that's why you have office hours too but i mean yeah and the professors need to organize the course uh, in a proper mm. way and sometimes the professors don't do it i feel like a good professor should be organizing mm -hmm. the course and like should put on put on like the learning management system uh -huh. and stuff like that and yeah mm -hmm. i was going to say something but it ran out of my <laughs> mind <laughs> you lost the rainbow lost the train yeah and it, yeah i agree with Shree. like you know it's just like you like if you, you are struggling in a course you have to go seek help mm -hmm. like and but if you're doing very well in a course you know don't be angry or frustrated that you are understanding a topic that not that other people are because you know, it's just, you have, just don't get frustrated. Yeah. No. And, but I will, sorry, um, I will say that it can be frustrating, mm -hmm. that teaching to the middle, because not everybody learns the same way, but it's to the benefit to the majority and not just the, because again, can you imagine how hard it would be if a professor only focused on the top half of the class and only taught to them mm -hmm. and then like everybody else would you know do yeah. not great like they that's the thing professors teach to the middle so everybody so the majority benefits then so while the minorities may not benefit may not may find it frustrating or may find it challenging they're trying their best mm -hmm. no. i mean I feel like that's the way the professors should teach, but not a lot of professors do that. In India, usually, or like some of the countries, or maybe in USA, what happens is that people or the education system tries to divide people into yeah. groups, like people who are struggling, who who are struggling to pass the class, people who are like above average kind of thing, and people who are like a really intelligent kind of thing. They divide them into put all the intelligent people who like who gets all E's mm -hmm. in one class like in the honors department mm -hmm. right and people who are like who pass a class with a B or a C kind of thing and one make them one class yeah. and people who struggle to pass the class into one group yeah. and that's if that's people some people say that's that should be the way because yeah. intelligent students will learn right. a lot of things well, but that's yeah. the stupidest idea ever heard. Mm -hmm. Just being blunt, that is really stupid because you're basically dividing people, saying that oh, you're not mm -hmm. good enough to be in this class because you're not smart. Right. And it is not right for. If someone is taking the course at that point, that means that they're learning everyone is on the same right. level there's no one upper or lower everyone is learning at the same point and you need to teach them in the same level yeah. it, it should not be like oh intelligent students will get all the mm. privileges or yeah. like, uh, they'll be they'll be learning a lot of things yeah. usually in india so where i where i went to high school mm. we were divided that way so you yeah. have like the spark batch which is like the intelligent yeah. people mm -hmm. but the problem is that people who went to private schools mm -hmm. Or people, there was like special school in private schools there are special schools mm -hmm. which are more focused on college career building kind yeah. of thing like people start from 6th grade mm -hmm. and they learn about they learn the topics that are taught in college in 6th mm -hmm. grade from 6th yeah. through 10th grade Yeah, which is so unfair yeah. to the rest of the students Yeah, I feel like there should be something mm -hmm. some system that that's yeah. one of the failures of education system saying that oh certain part of the population will learn a lot of stuff and certain part of the population will learn only a part of it. Well, it's that is a money factor, mm -hmm. you know, because from my own experience, you know, because I did come from a very poor 
um, school system, you know, they didn't, like, my high school didn't offer a lot of classes that, you know, the wealthy suburban private schools mm-hmm. were offering. So, like, it, it, like, I, I remember I was in, and this goes back to, um, when you were kid. elementary school, but I was in a thing called Science Olympiad, mm-hmm. which was kind of like, where, like, people who had interest in science would yeah. go and compete in tournaments. Mm-hmm. And it was a good time. I enjoyed it. But, you know, one of the more, I guess, wealthier school systems in the area mm-hmm. had a class dedicated to, like, robot building and architecture. Mm-hmm. And even in, in el- elementary school. Yeah, in elementary school. Like, and, like, and that was a class that my elementary school would never offer. Yeah. Like, because they didn't have the funds. Because it's expensive right. to bring all the equipment and stuff. Right. That brings, that ties in with the topic of, like, how economic disparity and how racial disparity, yeah. how much, how based on your race you're going yeah. to get education or right. your economic status mm-hmm. is going to decide what you're going to learn or right. how much you're going to learn kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Which is one of the failures of education system that is not serving a diverse population well it's not serving the majority it really isn't because it doesn't serve like the the lower class or the you know the the more economically disadvantaged Mm -hmm. it doesn't serve them because it's sort of like a cycle of poverty Mm -hmm. because if you went to a poor school with, you know, that had very limited funds and couldn't provide the better background that every, the other high schools, that richer suburban uh, school systems can, Mm -hmm. you know, that's going to lead to you either dropping out at a very early age or only getting a high school diploma and you know, work end up working at like a fast food restaurant or in like minimum wage shop or yeah. close to minimum wage. That yeah, that is so true. Because assume that I go to let's say high school A and you go to high school B, mm-hmm. which is which is majority of the people attend there are rich mm-hmm. or like the parents are rich or like yeah. It offers a wide course curriculum like mm-hmm. you have. Let's say you have a STEM group, you have yeah. a robotics group, yeah. you have swimming, diving teams, Polo. yeah, whatever. Yeah. It's like fancier school. Yeah. And I come from okay. Let's say I go to a public school, mm-hmm. but it's less funded. Mm-hmm. And I graduate as a valedictorian of my mm-hmm. school. Yeah, you graduate. You graduated, but you you. I barely passed. Let's say you you passed with a three point five. Oh, yeah. I had a four point oh. Let's say mm-hmm. that. But you did other activities. You yeah. have STEM club. You have you right. had diving. You did polo and stuff. Mm-hmm. Or you had you were in robotics. Group. Right. We both are applying yeah. for Yale mm-hmm. to get into computer yeah. science program. Yeah. Who would get the advantage there? Me. Of course you, I would. You already have the experience. Yeah. I mean, it won't stop. It won't stop me mm-hmm. going from high school A to do mm-hmm. other stuff like oh building my own yeah. thing, but. There is that difference, like, who is getting the stuff. Like, the economic issues of people is yeah. going to limit them on how much they're going to study or how much they're going to be... How much stuff they're going to put in to make sure that they get what they want in right. life. Because it always limits them. Well, it's sort of like, you know, like, at those more at the private high schools or the more well-funded high schools, you know, they get a lot of, like, companies that do scout for future employees or yeah. do offer, like, internships or mm-hmm. summer camps or whatever yeah. that my high school wouldn't get. You know, like, because, again, what, like, it's sort of, like, degree-shaming mm-hmm. in a way. Because it's like, oh, you got a degree... Or you have a diploma from, you know, like, Warren, or from, like, a very, um, poor school, mm-hmm. you know, of course I'm not gonna uh, hire you, yeah. but I see you got a, the 
diploma from, you yeah, know. So she was his institute of technology. Well, or, you know, some sort of wealthy suburban high school. You know, that's going to look better. Like, I think that's just, it's a shame that there is such a, you know, like, if you didn't go to a certain school, mm-hmm. you're not going to get a lot of the benefits. You're not going to, yeah. you're not going, it's basically throwing you under the bus. Mm-hmm. Like, telling you, oh, you went to a poor school, well, you're going to stay poor. Mm-hmm. Because, you know. It's going to affect the yeah. way, how much you were thought and mm-hmm. how your employment thing mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And well, they, even that's true in like higher education too. Mm-hmm. Like because if you go to a community college, you know, go for two years get your associates, an employer's going to be like, "Well, you did go two years to higher education, which is good, but I would have really preferred you have gone four years mm-hmm. or even beyond that yeah. now." You know, and then it's like and it depends on which which school you went to let's say uh let's say if, if i if i go to if i go to a college which doesn't have an abbott recognition i think it's like abbott is like basically a interactive learning thing and it's mm-hmm. it's a rec- i think Practice. usa recognizes yeah. colleges yeah. based on that mm-hmm. let's say i go to a college which doesn't which have abbott recognition mm-hmm. and you don't have that yeah i mean there's a difference there mm-hmm. and it's not because your college is bad. It's because it doesn't have enough funds yeah. or it might be the fact that yeah. the college is not going, yeah. is not, does not have good right. administration or yeah. stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But the difference between which college I go to and you go to will impact your life mm-hmm. for for a lot of students. Right. Well, it's like because I want to become a lawyer mm-hmm. and like I know if I try to apply for jobs at those top firms like New York or Los Angeles, I know I wouldn't have a very good chance of getting hired because I, you know, because the law, well, not law school, is horrifically expensive. But even if I were to go to, like, I don't know, like, even if, I know I would never be able to go to Harvard or Yale or Princeton law school because I would never be able to afford that. Mm-hmm. So I know that at the top firm, if I didn't go to those Ivy Leagues or like a very expensive law school, they would won't hire me because I didn't have I don't have that. Mm-hmm. Or it's like the same way it is with, you know, doctors yeah. too. You know, if you didn't go to like the Harvard Medical School, you're probably not gonna work at Mount Sinai, which is a really like top notch hospital in, in New York City or you're you know, you, it, you, yeah. you did the point you're talking about is a great point because people assume that if okay, assume that I went to an Ivy League college, mm-hmm. it will change the perspective like, oh, you went to an Ivy League college, yeah. you might you must be super smart. Yeah, that's the whole thing. Oh, I went to let's say a community college, mm-hmm. I will say, oh, okay, shut up. Yeah. I mean, so the whole yeah. point is the intelligence point is dependent on which school you're going. Mm-hmm. So the so if you went to MIT, you're, you must be smart yeah. enough. And if I go to a different school, uh-huh. which is not an Ivy League. Yeah. I don't know if MIT was an Ivy League. MIT is not an Ivy League. But it's still very accredited. Yeah. Top ranked. Yeah. If, if I did not go to that, doesn't mean, doesn't mean that I'm not smart. Or yeah. It is not a factor of it. Well, like, you saying that, it's like... Just because you do go to an Ivy League or a very top school, it doesn't, like, it means, it, th- there are many intelligent people who go to those top schools. Mm-hmm. But there's also, you know, just because you have the best education doesn't mean you're going to be smarter than somebody else. Yeah. Because, you know, the way I view it is, like, I don't know how to say this in a nice way, but, you know... Let's say, let, let's talk about it. Let's, let you say it and we'll talk if it's right or well, not. Well, I mean, it's going to be a little offensive, but stupidity is stupidity. Like, it doesn't matter if you go to, you know, the worst school yeah, or the I mean, We all make school. mistakes. We all make mistakes. But, we I'm, are... but I'm saying if you are, like... 
Example. Let's say your father gives million dollar a million dollars to MIT mm-hmm. for a grant or something like that. Yeah. Let's say you have really no business being at MIT. Mm-hmm. You're not that interested in technology. You don't want to study it, but you go anyway. Yeah. That's the the just because you go to MIT doesn't mean you're there because you had the mm-hmm. for some at least you had the intelligence to get there. Your parents or your you know you got there because of your economic status. Mm-hmm. Like I know a friend of mine who's um, fiance, very very smart. Like, wait, so, did you say Beyonce is your friend? No, no, my one of my friends. Fiance. Fiance. Yeah, okay. Not fiance. I not, heard Beyonce. Yeah. Like, I'm totally friends with Beyonce. Yeah. <laughs> no. Like, we patty all yeah, the time. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, Fiance, mm-hmm. who is super smart. Mm-hmm. Like, he is really smart. And he went to a um, very poor rural high school. You know, that being where he got graduated from in high school. He had a he was going to have a very hard time getting into MIT mm-hmm. because again of his diploma, and so it didn't matter that he was incredibly intelligent. It was that because of that piece of paper he had that limited his like yeah. limited his like acceptance into MIT. Mm-hmm. Now I'm not to say. He could not have applied, and he might have been accepted, and but he would not I mean, have it's gotten. It's one of the reasons, right? I mean, he but he wasn't going to get like a yeah. full ride, or he wasn't going to get you know like just any sort of help. He was going to have to go there and pay the thousands and thousands of dollars that would have required. So bad, the yeah. high schools, uh, colleges mm. are so expensive, yeah. and. The crippling that like students. Mm-hmm. I mean, well, some, uh, yeah. Some students get the help from the mm-hmm. parents. Some students work like two or three jobs, yeah, and or more, or more, yeah. and work there mm-hmm. and be a full time student. Yeah. And yeah, I don't know how they manage it. No, and some I students can't. have like a crippling debt. Yeah, like which is so bad. I feel like mm-hmm. I heard thing like most of the college students who end up graduating have like 30 to 40 thousand yeah. student debt oh yeah or more yeah which is so shitty yeah. I, I mean well, I, I understand yeah. that high maintaining a college is expensive mm-hmm. right but it should not be that expensive that mm-hmm. all the people like at, at least say when you graduate school let's say if you if you started out like 18 when you, 19 when you started mm-hmm. college 21 at, at 21 you graduate that means you're just becoming an yeah. adult mm-hmm. and having 40,000 debt right and you're trying to, uh, you got a job and how mm-hmm. 40,000 is not a small amount yeah. paying that is right. not going to be easier right. no and I feel like that is something is kind of an issue with the yeah. education system I mean people who in are in the US yeah I, yeah, in like, the, I mean, in, in the U.S. Yeah. or most of the schools, like, because sometimes... Let me say that mm-hmm. it, it is, in Europe, higher education is for free, or very, it does not cost as much. Hmm. It's like, so I think it is only in a few countries, the U.S. included, where you are sort of punished for going to higher education because you know because again most of the most middle class Americans cannot afford mm-hmm. the tuitions that a lot of universities yeah. have like and if you don't get like a large generous scholarship mm-hmm. which as you go to a state university here in Ohio or I think pretty much anywhere in the U.S. Scholarships aren't really handed out to um, state schools. Although, I'll say this. Um, I had a friend who went to uh, a private university and they got a $10,000 scholarship. Yeah. And let me talk about that a little bit. 
I okay. Scholarships is a big thing, mm-hmm. and I. I have a huge issue with it. I mean, mm-hmm. not in a bad way. I feel like okay, let's the way scholarships are given. I don't. It's a process. I guess there's a big process. They they decide who gets scholarship, mm-hmm. but compared to American students mm-hmm. and international students, they prefer giving scholarships to American students than international yeah. students. But I feel like it's a scholarship. You you're basing it on how much experience or how much good they are or yeah. the, based on the ability of the person mm-hmm. or like the economic status of the person yeah. or like to help them out go through college and, yeah. but just because someone is an international student or like I mean international students do get scholarships mm-hmm. but yeah. not a lot of them get them or yeah. like not a good amount or you're, to they're not support very them good. Yeah. yeah and for private colleges mm-hmm. who get 10,000 scholarships as you said, $10,000 scholarship. Or more. Yeah, or, or more. like full ride. Yeah. I mean, full rides are... I don't... Okay, I don't know what consider... What aspects do they consider to give a full ride? Because I, mm. I, I wish I had a full ride, but... Yeah. Well, like, you know, like... It's like let, let me finish that. Sorry, no, I'm yeah. sorry. So, I got a scholarship from mm. a university in New York mm-hmm. for $20,000. I would have gone to that, but the fee itself, with the tuition and stuff, was $55,000. And if you subtract $20,000, it's $35,000, which is more than Wright State's tuition fee without the scholarship. So I didn't have an option of picking up that. I mean, what if for some reasons they're like, oh, we had some financial trouble, we're canceling the scholarship. Mm -hmm. I had to pay $55,000 a year, which is not a big thing. So I feel like... There should be a better way. Mm-hmm. I mean, we can talk all about uh, giving, um, making it less expensive or helping out students who are in need right. or who are capable of it mm-hmm. to give scholarships and stuff. But right. that's not, there's no one way to do it. Mm-hmm. And, and this is, as we talk in this episode, like th- these are the things people think about but do not talk because... Uh-huh. If you do not talk, there's there's no way someone is going to listen to you. Mm -hmm. We feel like our podcast will talk about some stuff that is important to talk about. But Mm -hmm. yeah, people like, oh, it's it's just the way it is or Mm -hmm. you cannot change the system. Yeah. Well, I I mean, unless you do something, Mm -hmm. the system is not going to change. Well, like being to full ride, Mm -hmm. I know when Ellen, my sister went to Xavier, you know, Xavier has one of the best basketball teams in the U.S. Mm -hmm. Like, and they're amazing. I've seen them play several times, and they're really, really good. But if you join, if you get recruited Mm -hmm. to go onto their basketball team, it's a full ride. Yeah. Like, and not not even that. Not only is it a full ride, but you also get somebody who does your schoolwork for you. Like, somebody who will, you know... Assist you with school? Yeah, like, basically a secretary, like, an assistant who will pretty much do all of your work for you, and you don't have to do it. Now, that's not to say, that's not to say that the people on, people who play sports you know, don't work hard at the sport they do. But Be- some of the some of the colleges do that, saying that, mm-hmm. oh, you're in the baseball team. You don't have to worry about studying. Yeah. We'll right. help you out, or we'll right. make you make sure that you pass college. Right. And or it's like you know, well, that no, I'm not. I'm not gonna bring that up. Okay. Like that, I was gonna get into a tangent, but I I think that saved for another time. Yes, and that makes it. Most of the colleges think I feel like use the sport department mm-hmm. or like athletics department as a way to publicize their universities yeah. because Wright State ha- they have a good athletic team but mm-hmm. they spend a lot of money yeah. on on the athletes. Although I'm I mean I'm not I'm no one to talk about who is good and who is not mm-hmm. but. But a lot of spending a lot of 
money on athletics department and like cutting out budget from other yeah. departments is not right if you want to treat every if you want i feel like it was more like a publicity yeah. thing because they thought for some reason that if we fund more of athletics department more students will be interested but i feel like not a lot of students mm-hmm. are interested in athletics becoming an athlete right. a professional athlete right most of the students want to get uh a different degree not yeah. they're not interested in sporting but colleges tend to focus on athletes for some reason well that's a very lo- big problem in the US because a lot of universities do focus on their sports program and pour millions and millions and millions of dollars into them like you know instead of investing in new dorms or you know investing in like better food in the cafeteria or things that will make student life better, they're building a new sports arena or they're spending a million dollars on a private plane for the sports team to fly on to go to their next basketball game, which they end up losing anyway. You know, like things like that. And I, mean, that I don't mind sending the sports team to a different country and play. But the, not on the, my money, though. The, I have a big problem with that. Because I don't see... This is the thing. It's fine, like, it's fine to have a good sports team, but don't put all your resources into that if you let everything else fall by the wayside. Because, again, that's just going to earn you a bad rep with a lot of students. Uh, Well, their, you know, their political science department is terrible, or their computer science department is terrible, Mm -hmm. because it has no money. Yeah. You know, they have... Thank God they have a wonderful football team, but they have no money to fund, you know, the to build new dorms that were built in the 1960s. Mm-hmm. You know, that, that's the thing. Like, that is one of the very big issues in U.S. education. Uh, you raised a very important yeah. topic. I mean, I was going with the sports specifically and mm-hmm. how, it, how colleges use it as to, like, publicize or use it as a publicity stunt. But you raised an important topic of, like, which department gets more funding. Or which one gets cut entirely. Yeah. That's an important topic, and I feel like that's that's a whole mm, other issue, so I don't want to get into it. Yeah. Too much. Yeah. Not too much. Let's make that a different episode. Yeah. We actually thought that... It would be shorter, but we actually got into some pretty good things, I think. Yeah, I mean, we did talk about some good things, and mm-hmm. we did rant a little bit. Yeah. I mean, we tried to be. Or- I mean, we we were organized, I guess. Yeah. Or maybe we thought we were more, <laughs> and it didn't happen. I mean, we yeah. just talk what. Yeah, I'm eating a hostess cake. Yeah. That's the sound. Sorry about that. <laughs> I'll stop. Yeah. Yeah. So we would want what we want to take from this episode is mm-hmm. that. Think about it's thinking about something mm-hmm. that is wrong is not gonna change things. You yeah. need to do something. You right. need you need to make an action plan mm-hmm. and like right. if you do not voice out your opinions, no mm-hmm. one is going to hear it. Right. No. Like, yeah. Yeah. If if you are having issues with the professors, voice it out. Yeah. If you're having issues with the administration, voice, voice it out. out. Mm-hmm. Like. Say something. Say something. But I know that's a... That's a different thing. Yeah, but, but it, it's apt. I think so. It is apt. Like, if something is wrong, something is wrong with the college or yeah. something is not going good, you need to voice it out. Right. And, okay, that's yeah. the moral of the story yeah. kind of thing. But ending on the higher education thing... Mm-hmm. There are ways you can make it more affordable. And we'll talk about those in a later episode. I'm, I mean, I'm not very educated on how you can make it. I'm... Think, think about it. If there are like a lot of people who mm-hmm. are rich and who are investing in mm-hmm. like private institutions yeah. and stuff that why they in, invest in public yeah. institutions. Like public school is the way the majority of Americans get their education, mm-hmm. not privately. Like I think in Ohio, only mm, 10% of the graduating class like graduate the the 
the students who are going to graduate in the whole state of Ohio, only 10% of them come from a private school. Hmm. Like, and then you have, like, 90% of the rest of them graduate from some public school. Mm-hmm. And I think, give the 90% a little more fun. Well, a little more, so they can get, so they can benefit. Don't put the benefit to people who already have it. Mm-hmm. You know, don't give more privilege to the, the privilege. Yes, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. On that note, we'll see you guys in the next episode. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Awkward pause. Yeah. <laughs> Bye. Bye.